Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. Well, good morning uh, to our listeners. We're proud to welcome our friend Ryan Stoops to the podcast. Ryan is the lead pastor at Deer Flat Church, and we're going to talk to him a little bit today about a new program that um, the church has launched um, that's out hap- it's it, it is designed to help pastors across the country figure out what's going on in their profession, figure out what's going on um, with them. There's a there's an issue in the church right now about pastors getting burnout and kind of not having s- some of the skills needed to to manage churches, some of the practical skills. So, Ryan, t- tell us a little bit about why you and the in the leadership at Deer Flat Church decided to launch this. Well, thanks, and good morning, John and Hannah. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys this morning. Um, yeah, we're really excited about this opportunity. Uh, really what kind of spurred on this idea for us was just looking out ahead and seeing really what I think a lot of other career fields are dealing with is what does the future look like for uh, leadership and growing and developing that. And so it's the same is true within the church world and the, and the framework of the church world is where we're seeing that there's really a shortage of uh, training and equipping. Uh, we think uh, there's a number of great educational institutions that help us in training on the theology end of, of church world, which is so important and, and we absolutely need. But there's a lot of practical things that are kind of missed within uh, within this process as well. Uh, I know for me as a young man, when I was preparing and thinking about going into ministry and I started to take some some schoolwork and, and begin to move forward in that. Every time I would encounter a pastor or a minister, I'm I'm constantly, you know, drilling them. Tell me, tell me what I need to know. What don't I need, what don't I know that I need to know, et cetera. And without a doubt, they would constantly, the, the response would be, make sure you get business classes. There are aspects of the church world that 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 whether we like it or not, relate to business. And so to have that training and equipping will be so helpful for you. And there'll be other things in that process as well. And so the point is that uh, the theology tracks that young men and women are on and are, are, are really great, but they're not necessarily covering all these pieces like business or just some practical things, what it means to actually just generally shepherd people in your church. And how do you, how do you love them? Well, not all funerals are equal. Uh, not all weddings are going to be the same because people are, are different and there's different variables with different people. And so how we come into those things, how uh, you come into a hospital room when somebody is hurting and you're with their family and to know when to speak 
and know when to be quiet. There's a number of things like uh, board meetings. Not all boards are run the same and some are more efficient than others. And so this is really the the framework for us in the background of what really caused us to think about uh, how could we help and come alongside of these uh, men and women who are maybe already serving in ministry and could use some some practical uh, skills and helps and just mentorship and the things that uh, they're doing on a day in day out basis. And there are young people who are early on in this process that we might be able to partner with as well. So we're excited about it and uh, looking forward to seeing what God does through it. Yeah, it sounds like a great program. It sounds like a cool opportunity for people. Ryan, it sound, just listening to you describe this, it sounds like being a pastor nowadays has more challenges than ever before. I think people who go to church uh, show up on Sunday, they hear the sermon, uh, their kids go to the the youth room and, uh, and then they go home they you know that's that's what they see of the of the pastor but it's a, it's a lot more complicated than that yeah and again you know i have a wife who's an educator she's a teacher and so it's a great reminder to me that every field has its complexities and challenges and so certainly don't want to make ministry out to be like it it's it's the only hard thing in the world uh, but there definitely are some challenges as we draw people from all different backgrounds and places of life, demographics, ages, et cetera, uh, into, into a, a room and we, which we begin to open up and uh, begin to talk about God's word and talk about these things. Uh, there's challenges within that, how it's going to, ha- how it's going to hit people, uh, the way it's going to land on them. Um Big, big challenges today are how politics seem to just invade every point of our conversations. Mm-hmm. And how does the church wrestle through that? At what point uh, do we do we get into those waters of politics? And I and I got to be honest with you, uh, me personally, that's a it's a scary, scary subject mm-hmm. to get involved in politics. Uh, and so I think we have to we have to clearly define where does it make sense to, because the Bible does address some things that are going on in our political world, but there's also some places where we don't need to get involved in and we need to let them be separate. And so we have to, we have to really clearly define those and and figure out what battles are worth fighting. And at the end of the day, it has to be about God's word. It can't be about, I've got an ax to grind. It has to be about what, what God's word has to say and let that be the driving conver- point of the conversation. And if it so happens to fall into some things that that uh, are much uh, uh, then comes the art of really doing that well and trying again to understand people that are hearing you are coming from different places of life. And how do you do that in a way that loves them? Uh we certainly don't want to offend. There will be times that the word of God is offensive and we have to address that and we have to go through that anyways. But I don't think we have to be arrogant. I don't think we have to be flippant. I think we can do those in a loving way. And so the, these are challenges we're facing. And yes, the last several years have, again, for like a lot of another, uh, a number of careers, it's been challenging in the church world because uh, more than ever, are we seeing people uh, hurt and uh, and how do we how do we have these conversations and love people well? And so it becomes a real, real uh, point of tension as well as um, intentionality as well. Yeah. So what would you say um, for you know 
potential leaders or even leaders in the church, maybe that think, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing fine. What would be some key, um, maybe flags for helping them realize that, oh, I'm, I, I need some help. I need some support, some, you know, leadership, mentorship kind of situation. What are some things to just help our listeners or people who are thinking, well, I wonder if this is for me, what would be some key factors in helping them know if this is for them? Well, let me, let me begin 20,000 feet and say, even if it wasn't this, if you're, if you're listening today and you're saying, I'm not a ministry, how is this relevant mm-hmm. to me? I think whether it's for dear flat, as we put on the school of applied ministry, or it's something else in your career field, how about this? The question is, let's go from good to great. Let's always continue to aspire and grow. And so what are the things that I can be looking to involve myself in or invest myself into so I can go from good to great? Uh, So I think that's one perspective that we can be looking at. Uh, And with that, uh, it's looking at the people who might particularly be interested in this is to say, um, do I have a teachable spirit? Do I want to learn? And I think all of us, I remember one of the greatest leadership lessons I ever got was is leaders are learners. Mm-hmm. In other words, you never stop learning. And so when I would, you know, do my research and, and look into great CEOs and great leaders, I would, I would discover they were, they were all voracious readers. They were, they were, they were, they were involved investing in themselves in some way. And so I think that's really true in this case as well. It's not that Dear Flat is the, is the sole expert uh, on, on the block. It's that it's just another avenue or another opportunity for people to consider to say, how could I invest in myself? And am I willing, am I humble enough to admit that I don't have everything figured out and that I might, uh, I might benefit from hearing someone else's perspective or a different angle on that. You know, the Bible teaches us that you know, as iron sharpens iron, so does one man another. And so we, we lean into each other and we listen to one another. It also teaches in Proverbs that there is safety in counsel. And so having other voices that we respect and, and we, we appreciate, uh, that they, they had value to us. And so I'd like to believe that, again, that not that School of Applied Ministry and Dear Flat, what we're offering is the sole answer, but it's a part of the answer. And I believe not only will those who participate in it be benefited in some ways, but I will, and we will as a church, we'll benefit as well because we'll do this together. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. So Ryan, let's say a, a pastor hears this or a friend of a pastor hears this, they get excited about it and they sign up. What can they expect mm-hmm. at the School of Applied Ministry? What will, what will take place? What will, what will that look like? We hope that uh, for those who, who choose to, to join us in this process, that uh, we expect that one, what they're going to get out of this is they're going to, number one, they're going to build some new relationships. And I think that's one of the most powerful things we can get, gather from, from life is networking a relationship. Um, and mentorship, I think, is one of the key underlying words that I, that I would use that really describes what we're talking about here is they're going to get uh, some someone in a team of people speaking into their life and, and having that opportunity to be mentored and, and to be, and be grown. Um, practically speaking, what they're going to get is twice a year, 
we're going to have kind of an on-site intensive where we come together for a week and spend some time together going over some variety of different things. Again, within the, the framework of the church world, how, how to shepherd and how to do uh, um, pastoral visitations and funerals and, and board meetings, the practical things like administration within the church, our finances, uh, technical challenges, uh, um, things like internet um, uh, websites and, and whatnot. So there's a, there's a, there's going to be a variety of topics we'll be talking about holistically when it comes to the church in that intensive time. And then on the, then that'll be twice a year that that'll happen. And then the, the other months, once a month, we'll have, just kind of an hour long zoom call where we'll spend a portion of that time just talking about a specific topic and then having some time to just talk together and ask practical questions over that. So it's not just a lecture, but there's opportunity where people can, can have these thoughts and these, these, these ideas and these, these ways downloaded into them, but then they have an opportunity to flesh it out and say, now, practically speaking, how do I take that back? And how does that work? Cause we know that you can't take every idea back and do it exactly identically the same way because there's different nuances and variables at each each uh, church. And so we expect that through the mentorship piece, it'll take these practical ideas to a next level. That's great. Yeah, I like that. And a lot of these smaller churches and really the, the country is full of these smaller churches of mm-hmm. 25 to 50 congregants. Uh, the, the lead pastors, really the he's the lead pastor and he balances the budget and he, you know, and he goes to the, he goes to the funeral and he goes to the hospital and he or she does all of these different things. And so I can understand how this practical training that Dear Flat is going to offer through the school of applied ministry, I can see how it would be very helpful, mm-hmm. maybe especially to, to pastors of, of smaller to medium sized churches. Yeah, I just read an article the other day. The average size church in America is 85 people. Wow. Uh, and so you're right. It, that being the case, that means that for the most part, that usually is one person. It's the lead pastor. He's the only person on staff. Um, they might have a you know a part-time person, but for the most part, they're, they're by themselves doing all those things. And this is this is going to be a way to come alongside of them and resource them in those things that maybe they're not as strong in. It, these pastors of these churches really essentially have to be generalist. Mm-hmm. The bigger the church that gets, the more you can specialize mm-hmm. in things. The more I, I can just dedicate my time as a larger church to study uh, in preparation for the Sunday mornings and for the teachings and we have youth pastors and children's pastors and missions, and we have a variety of things. But for the average pastor, they're doing all this by themselves, the generalist. And this is an opportunity to help uh, strengthen up some of those tools in their tool belt. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you mentioned really that even if, it, if you're not a pastor, but in sub, some type of leadership position, um, you are encouraging them to also um, apply for this and see if they, they would be able to, um, be a part of this too. Cause that's, I think that's like what you said. There are a lot of younger people, um, maybe who are not pastors yet, but are leading in some capacity at their church. And, you know, they may be the next pastor or minister. Um, so 
I assume that you're encouraging other you know, leaders in the church to also apply besides pastors who have that responsibility. Absolutely. This could be a great uh, tool and an option for somebody who's considering parachurch things. Those things that are not traditional church, it's FCA, it's other types of ministries that are uh, within the framework of ministry, mm-hmm. but it's outside of the normal traditional church Sunday morning. They would still benefit from this because yeah. much of this is going to apply to them. And then also just leaders in churches. Yeah, maybe it's somebody who holds a different role within the church and not the lead pastor, but but ways that they can grow to help come alongside their lead pastor and support them and strengthen them in ways. We would hope that would be a blessing for them as well. Yeah. So when does this start, actually? Has it already started, or do you have a date that you're going to launch this? We want to launch it uh, end of third quarter, beginning of fourth quarter, and we're we're really uh, holding you know that a little bit loose right now because we want to make sure we, we give adequate time to get people the opportunity to get into this program, and we'll, we'll work towards nailing down those dates uh, pretty soon here, but our but our main goal is we want to make sure that we we get the word out and and we do uh, our due diligence up front to get the right people who are going to benefit from this in, and so we want to have that conversation with them, helping them make sure they understand full expectations mm-hmm. and know what they're signing up for. So so they, they can, can apply right now. Correct. They can apply uh, on our website. Uh, they can go to www.deerflat.org slash sam sam deerflat.org slash sam and we'll give them more information as well as a way to just say hey i would like more information so applying on that website does not sign you up it just says i want more information i'd like to have a conversation about this great that's That's awesome Well, Ryan, thanks for taking the time this morning to to yeah, tell us about you. this. It sounds exciting, and I have a, I have a feeling it's going to be a, a very successful ministry that uh, the folks at Deer Flat are putting on. Appreciate I appreciate your guys' time, and I appreciate what you're doing for the community. Yes. Uh, you're a great voice for our community. We have an amazing community. We're so blessed here, and uh, you know maybe I could just pray for you guys before uh, before we we get off here. Sure, love you. that. Well, Lord, I just bless uh, John and Hannah, and I bless their ministry here and how they're serving our community. We're better for them, and we pray that you would just give them favor and that you would lead them into the right conversations that are going to continue to just be fruitful for our community, that we might find great ways for us to come together in a season which seems so divisive. Let this be a point of healing for our not only our community, but for our nation. Mm-hmm. We pray these these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, thank God you. Bless you guys. Ryan thank you. Stoops, thanks for joining us today. Yes, we appreciate thank it. You. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iheart2c.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iheart2c. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.